Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. As per usual, my co-host, Meg Hawthorne. Meg, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm also doing well. You look very, um, very focused today in all blue. I don't know what it is. I'm directed. That's it. Exactly. It's uh, it's good to have you alongside. And then we have a special guest. Maybe not such a special, well, a special guest, but certainly not a surprise to everybody because, Dean, you've been on the podcast a couple times now. That's executive producer. Dean, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Yes, uh, I have been here before. <laughs> no, it's good to have you back. And um, we specifically have Dean on today because of an incredibly exciting new initiative, new partnership that we've launched at Cambridge Network called Argo. Dean, um, you know, let's kick it off. For our listeners, what is Argo? So Cambridge Network decided to partner with Argo um, because we saw a need for assistance in students being able to, or, or students needing help getting visas. Okay, so that's one of the things. When, when you're recruiting international students, it, they may uh, encounter difficulties in acquiring visas sometimes uh, in their home countries, right? And Argo essentially is a team of visa experts, right? Ex um, uh, sort of uh, visa consular officers that help uh, consult on how students can make sure that they get their visa, okay? It's not 100%, but they help um, with making sure that the student has the best chance possible to get their visa during their visa interview. So that's basically what Argo does. And we've uh, formed a partnership with them in such a way that if you go to visa.cambridgenetwork.com, again, visa.cambridgenetwork.com, you will see how you as a parent, a student, or as an agent can sign up for one of these consultations. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. Okay, that's I mean, that's that's something that's so needed. I, I think all three of us on this call and, and so many of our listeners have had experience at some level of either a student struggling to get a visa or, um, you know, having to, to retake a visa interview, perhaps failing one, even in some severe cases, students just, you know, not being able to get a visa and having to put those dreams on hold. So, all right, so this is a, a what I like about this right off the bat is you mentioned that these are X you know, consular, uh, you know, service members or, or, or consular professionals that worked in consulates, did they work specifically in, in the visa department issuing visas? Is that correct? Correct, correct. Yeah, they, they were U United States government officials. Specifically, they worked for the uh, U.S. Department of State, right, um, that uh, sort of runs all of the embassies and consulates around the world that issue visas to foreigners, uh, to sort of students, to, to visitors. Uh, they don't only do visas uh, for students. Obviously, Argo does visas in general, but uh, for our purposes, we're mostly sending them students who need con cons consultations, right? Um, help getting visas. Okay, I mean, again, uh, right off the bat, it makes a lot of sense um, that they could give a lot of insights because they understand how the process works. They understand potentially some of the red flags that many of our students don't, what to say, what not to say, how to present yourself. So I think that in itself is a great selling point. 
Exactly. Help me understand this. Help me understand this a little bit better. Who who would be looking for the service? Are we students right from the beginning that might be concerned? Are we talking all students? Are we talking students that maybe have failed one or two visa sort of interviews? Who are we targeting? Yeah, who do we say from Cambridge and Network? We suggest you guys look into the service. That's a good question. So it really depends on the market. Um, some markets you have a higher uh, rates of failure when you're um, sitting that visa interview than others. For instance, uh, for the Vietnam market, lots and lots of rejections. And this we've seen the trend for many years now. Um, and especially now uh, with COVID and, um, you know, extra sort of uh, precautions being taken and uh, fewer embassy officials actually on call, fewer embassies actually operational, fewer consulates consular offices operational, it's harder to get an interview. It's harder to get that appointment. So in those instances, and for instance, even in more standard markets like China that have fewer rates of failure, right? Lower rates of failure during that time where there were fewer consular offices, there was less time. It was harder to get a visa interview this would be perfect, right? So it really depends. Um, so you want to look at markets that have high rates, relative high, relatively high rates of failure. Also, you want to look at times or instances, situations where getting that visa interview is very difficult and you only, you essentially have one shot. And if you mm -hmm. don't make it, then you're going to have to wait quite a long time before sitting your next one. In those instances, you want to give your best shot and make sure that you do uh, your best possible sort of interview to get that visa. So those are the situations I would strongly recommend um, students, parents, um, uh, agents uh, sign up for one of those consultations. Now, there are two consultations. There's one 30 minute consultations and an hour long consultation. Uh, neither is uh, super, super um, expensive. Like relatively speaking, you make a large investment. Students make and parents make large investments in tuition and, you know, costs of travel and all that stuff to come abroad and study abroad. So a few hundred dollars for a very important consultation isn't relatively expensive. Now, uh, they uh, our partners at Argo recommend that students who <clears throat> it's their first time taking that interview, they may only need a 30 minute interview, 30 minute consultation. However, for those students who have been rejected once before, they strongly recommend the hour long interview. Okay. And the other thing is very important. That's very important to mention is please, if you're looking for this service, don't try, don't do it last minute. Like don't push Make it so that there's enough time for the student to actually um, absorb and implement the changes that are suggested, that are recommended by the the, the official, by 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 the consultant. Right. I saw a case uh, a few days back of a student who reluctantly decided to do this. They'd gotten rejected once before, and they're like, "Well, I guess this would be a good idea. I really don't want to be rejected again." Uh, literally the 11th hour they signed up um it was recommended that to take an hour-long interview 
They took the 30 minute interview. The changes were sort of uh, suggested and ultimately they didn't really, really absorb them. There were so many changes. It was overwhelming for the student. The interview itself was two days after and they failed. OK, that doesn't necessarily mean that the consultation was unsuccessful, but you have to give the student enough time to change those habits and to really absorb what's being um, instructed to them. Yeah. I have a quick question when you're talking about changing habits. So so does that mean that there's actually kind of a mock interview involved and then there's feedback given <clears throat> towards yes, that? There's Yes, absolutely. Like there are certain things that students do that uh, consular offices red flag. And in this consultation, these officers, because they were those consular officers in the embassies, in the consulates, they notice them and say, hey, don't do that. When this when this is asked or when this happens, don't do that. Or when they ask this, don't mention this. OK, don't go down that path. But the student has already trained and practiced, and this is one of the reasons we partnered with Argo. There are very few, if any, companies or uh, sort of agencies that offer this kind of service with this kind of expertise. Okay, a lot of uh, sort of uh, people probably claim to be able to offer visa consultation services, but they have no clue because they never really worked in American embassies or consulates. So they don't really know the ins and outs of these interviews and what is flagged and all that stuff. So um, it, it's important that students not dilly dally and delay <coughs> in choosing to take this consultation if they think they need it. Because the last minute, you may not even get the full benefits of the consultation. You know, that's really interesting because so many of our kids do get involved, heavily involved in interviewing, interview coaching, interview practice, mock interviews before they meet with schools. So the next step is the visa, and that's just as important as an acceptance because you can't follow through. So it seems like it's a really invaluable service. It's so important. Let me tell you. The wrong things and you're making the wrong assumptions. Mm -hmm. And also, I, I would imagine, I've never done it, but I would imagine that sitting for a visa interview could be very stressful, especially if you're extremely, extremely stressful. You are. Yes. Right? I've, done, I've done a couple, Meg, extremely stressful. They understand the implications. For instance, in the case of this one student, unfortunately, because they failed two visa interviews, they, I believe, can't get another interview until maybe months or a year from then. So if they had initially paid a deposit to go to a school, either they lose the deposit or refunded the deposit. With Cambridge, they refunded the deposit. But with other agencies, they may lose the deposit entirely, right? And that derails their entire education plans. They may not even be able to leave their country of origin or have to choose another country. So, so it's very, very important. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much. We, we talk about the obvious financial implications and there's a big financial investment that goes into, you know, looking for international education and ultimately pursuing that. And obviously this is a way for students and families to protect that. There's also the emotional side of things where families plan and there's this emotional family decision that gets made about my son or daughter is going to go abroad for four years. So all of that planning and pre-months of preparation 
comes down really to one interview. You know, if you don't find a school, <laughs> like if you don't get accepted by one school, likely there'll be another school because we have great school partners. Um, if your I-20 doesn't come today, likely even if it's delayed, you'll still be able to eventually get you. But the visa interview, as you explained now, there's a, a, a final sort of a finality to it that makes it such an important part of the process. And I think sometimes a sort of a, a, an undervalued part of the process because everything hinges on getting that visa. So with that in mind, Dean, would, you know, with some of our school partners that are listening, are they able to perhaps recommend this to a student that they feel, hey, this kid's, you know, English level is maybe you know, obviously good enough and, and we, we look forward to working them, but we really want to make sure that they get a visa. Do you think schools should be saying to potential students, hey, there is this great service. We have also invested a lot in getting you to our campus. We know you've invested a lot. Utilize this service. Go for a consultation so that we make sure that you can get your visa and can actually join us. Is that something schools should be doing? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, one of the reasons schools partner with Cambridge is that they don't necessarily have to, um, they don't have to understand the minutia of the whole onboarding process, right? They just issue the I-20, they, they do their part. They may not really appreciate all the subtle sort of, okay, this student is in a country that has a high reject rate for visas. We got to make sure that they get their visa because we really want this student. A lot of our schools aren't even thinking that way because for them, they just accept and they're waiting for the student to be accepted. It's just kind of like uh, a, uh, a, a and something that they, they expect to happen. But we have to understand it's a matter of national security that we have these consular offices and uh, they're asking questions to make sure to keep our border safe. OK, not to get political, but this is important. It's an important service. So this is just making sure that students who are coming to study are able to be granted access to our country. And so absolutely schools that they that partner with Cambridge schools that don't partner with Cambridge. It doesn't matter if you feel that you need a student to um, if you feel that that a student may need help getting that visa and securing that securing that visa interview, right? Securing a, securing an acceptance and an acknowledgement on their visa interview, then go to visa.cambridgenetwork.com, just like it sounds, and have them sign up. Uh, because it's extremely important, as you said, without that visa interview, nothing else matters. Um, it doesn't matter what they pay for tuition, what they put down for deposit, what plans they made for their homestay, for their dorm. They're not going to go. Excellent. Dean, we'll make sure um, that you'll post that that uh, website link on our show notes as well and any other information that students need. Just a question about that website. Does it have just general information that students and families can look at in addition to obviously getting in touch as well? Yes, it's, okay. it has uh, general information. It has uh, very simplified instructions as to how to sign up for a consultation. Uh, you can even pay through there. Um, it, it has everything. And if they have any questions, there's even a box that they can click and ask a question and somebody will respond to them either um, uh, in real time or it, with a delay. Because I think the offices are, there, there are various offices, um, but it depends on the time zone that they're awesome. uh, posing the question. Awesome, Meg. Any uh, as we as we bring this to a close, any final thoughts or questions from your side? I, I think that in listening to this, it makes so much sense 
our students and their families are so prepared. There's been such a long process to get to the point of where you're finally at a visa interview. And what Dean was saying about school saying, okay, you issue the, the I-20. And I think for that most families, that's what you're thinking. Okay, we went through all the hard stuff. We know we're we know that we're excellent citizens. Why we're not gonna have any problem getting a visa. And then for whatever reason, the worst happens. Uh, I actually saw, and you can find this on, on the internet also, I saw um, a, it was a, a series put out by Argo, and it was numerous, I think there were five different uh, co consultants from around the world who talked about the process. And it was really fascinating because it could be any little thing. The visa person is in a bad mood. The student feels threatened or even more nervous and that can skew the whole thing so I, I just really think in talking about it it is one of those small seemingly small details that means so much so it sounds like a very important opportunity almost like studying for the TOEFL or something you know like why it's not one of the steps. Through everything and else why not just give yourself that extra edge or extra peace of mind it, I, I think it's a phenomenal service. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's uh, one of those things that because, you know, not many people, I guess some markets, they don't have high rejection rates. Um, but in this time and, you know, this day and age where, you know, consulates are closing left and right because of, you know, Omicron or whatever, uh, COVID breakouts, it's hard to get a visa interview. And if you want to fulfill your study plans, you have to make sure you hit that um, that interview the first time. There are usually timelines involved. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, Dean. As always, we appreciate your expertise. Um, I think Meg said it extremely well. But this is just an incredible service. I think again, uh, Cambridge Network leading from the front, innovating, making sure that both school partners and families and students feel supported and have the resources to undertake the this huge um, proposition of going overseas and studying. So uh, to all of our students schools uh have a look at the show notes um you know we'll post that that link and you can find more information there as always to all of our listeners we appreciate you tuning in thank you remember to like listen subscribe leave us notes leave us a couple questions if you like meg's blue glasses in today's episode i think that's something nice to do in this in the christmas spirit um and we'll catch you around the next episode of the cambridge insider podcast bye-bye everybody